0: I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode 65, Behind the Scenes at Art of Homeschooling. I'm so excited for this episode because today, I wanna give you a little bit of an image to picture in your mind as you're listening to me on the podcast. And I wanna give you a little background into how Art of Homeschooling came to the point where we are today. So, I'm excited to tell you a few stories. Today, as I'm recording this episode, I'm upstairs on the third floor of our home in what I like to call my little tree house. We live in a smallish home, it's over 100 years old, it's very tall and narrow. We even have what's known as a railroad kitchen. If you've never heard of that, it's very long and skinny, kind of like the shape of a railroad car. It makes it tricky sometimes for for cooking when you have a lot of people in the kitchen at the same time. So in this house, I actually have multiple offices where I work. I like to move around. I have my sunroom downstairs. That's kind of my main office. Then I have what I call my outside office on our back deck where I work in the warmer months. It's this lovely spot under the shade of our apple tree overlooking the garden. And then I work in the living room often, snuggled up with our dog, Gus. And then I have this little treehouse studio up here on the third floor. These are the various spaces where I work to bring you the podcast. I am writing Art of Homeschooling articles for the website. I work with one-on-one clients and support the members of my Inspired at Home community from these various places in our house. <laughs> And right as of this recording, my behind the scenes news, my biggest news is the brand new website. You can go have a look at artofhomeschooling.com. And let me just say that if you've never been involved in creating or redesigning a website, it is a huge project that always takes much longer than one might anticipate. We had this dream. I've had this dream for a couple of years. We started the project last January thinking it would be finished by May, but here we are. We launched on January. Second. And I'm just so happy with the new look, with how clean and approachable the site feels. And a big shout out to one of my assistants, Dominique, who helped enormously with this project. I can't wait for you to go see it if you haven't seen it yet. So, as I'm recording videos or podcast episodes like I am right now, I'm upstairs in my little treehouse studio. And as I look around this room, Uh, What I see are four bookshelves (laughs) full of wonderful books that I've collected over probably the last 30 years of my teaching career. And I especially use them for my one-on-one coaching calls with homeschooling parents for the group coaching I do uh, inside Inspired at Home and for the Taproot teacher trainings in the summer. So many wonderful books. Lots of books are organized by grade. I have those cloth, like those cube bins, cloth bins that are labeled by grade. uh, And it's an entire set of bins for all the grades. I have lots of wonderful, they're full, right? Each grade, grade one, grade three, grade six, wonderful books that were favorites for our family during our homeschooling years. And I share them with other parents. I make recommendations and share them. I also have up here wonderful read alouds. Oh my gosh, reading aloud couch time was such a favorite in during our homeschooling year. So I have a lot of fun read alouds for all ages. And I keep a huge selection of sample main lesson books all of my art supplies are up here, uh, including handwork supplies, yarn and knitting needles, things like that. And old journals and planners are up here on a shelf too. Not only do I record my podcast episodes up here, but I also record videos for all of the master classes inside Inspired at Home for the membership. So I have some nice tech stuff up here too, a microphone, a camera, and things, lights for those projects. Here's a wonderful thing. My tech guy happens to be my husband, Brian. Super convenient. Yeah, for sure. Very convenient for me. (laughs) So how did it all begin? You might be wondering. I want to take you back to the year 2012. Actually, we might even go a little earlier than that. But at that point, I was still homeschooling. My kids are all grown now, my all three of my kids. But in 2012, I was still homeschooling a high schooler and uh, our daughter, and then the boys had already graduated. But if we go back even before that, so 2012 was really when I began conceiving of how I would, in a more organized way, help other homeschoolers. But if we go back even before that, when our youngest was in the elementary grades and the boys, uh, one of them was homeschooling sort of junior high, I would say, and the other one had chosen to go to the local public high school for those years. And it was probably around... I don't know what year it was, but let's go back to that time when I had a homeschooling, I was homeschooling a child in the elementary year. So I organized a co-op called Rainbow's Edge where we had, I think we had about six families and we would get together once a week at a couple of our homes and different parents led different activities for a very waldorf kind of a day, Waldorf-inspired, I would say. We were a small group, I think there were about nine kiddos, and I helped to plan, organize, gather the materials for that group. And at that stage, lots of my friends and then local homeschoolers began asking me for help with planning lessons, choosing resources, and really making homeschooling work for them because it's different for each of us, right? So then as the kids got older and my daughter started high school, I was a teacher at a a high school homeschool co-op. So just for a co-op, just for high schoolers. It was great. I highly recommend creating one of these. So I taught a combined English literature and history course for about 15 kids, high school homeschoolers. And again, we met once a week. Then in the summers, I was a presenter at the Taproot teacher training that was organized by Barbara Dewey on her Taproot farm in central Ohio. Taproot, it's still going today. It's a beautiful four-day weekend just for homeschooling parents that happens every August. And I've been a presenter since the very beginning, uh, going back to 2007. It is. A place where parents can come and actually be the student themselves and and experience what it's like to engage in really hands-on arts and nature-based lessons. And that's where at Taproot is where parents, beyond local homeschoolers and friends, where parents started asking me for help with more help with their homeschooling. I remember one summer at Taproot, I was sitting on the front porch of the farmhouse at Barbara's. Uh, I was drinking my morning tea in this really sweet teacup with green polka dots, this mug with green polka dots on it. And there was this peaceful view of the pond, the barn, the pond, and then this hillside beyond where some cows were grazing. I loved sitting out there in the mornings as uh, we would get started with our day. And two moms who were attending Taproot for the first time came out and asked me how they could get more support from me through the year. Because, of course, it was summertime, right? So they're there for the weekend, but they want to know how I can support them more through the year. And I said, well, I'm not sure, but let's figure that out. (laughs) And that is really where my homeschool mentoring began. So now I organize the Taproot Teacher Training. Barbara has passed the torch to me. That happened around 2015, and we've kept it going even through the pandemic by going online, hopefully back in person soon, Um, but it's held the first weekend in August every summer, and this year uh, coming up on 2022 will be our 16th annual Taproot teacher training for homeschoolers. Pretty amazing. And it's such a wonderful weekend where homeschooling parents from all over gather, like come to Northeastern Ohio and gather to actually experience the hands on learning and all of the lively arts and the stories and everything that goes with a Waldorf inspired approach to experience this themselves. So I started my website, which was actually initially called Waldorf Inspired Learning. I started it in 2014. And last year, I changed the name from Waldorf Inspired Learning to Art of Homeschooling. And the reason for the name change was because I really wanted to more accurately describe or encapsulate the the mission here at Art of Homeschooling, which is to support homeschooling families to embrace homeschooling in such a way that you can make it your own, to keep it simple, inspiring, and doable. And that is really possible for anyone, for any homeschooling parent. And to me, that is an art, right? Just like there's an art to te- teaching, an art to parenting, an art to many things, and many activities we engage in in our lives, there is an art to homeschooling. It's more than just science and technique. Really, no one can tell you exactly how to do it. We all have to find our own way, our own path with homeschooling. And that's what I'm here to help with. Okay, I remember my very first post on this new website that I had created. You can even go back and find it on Art of Homeschooling, artofhomeschooling.com, which at that time, as I said, was Waldorf Inspired Learning. And the very first blog post is about our new puppy. <laughs> we had got just gotten our new puppy, Gus. Sweet, Gus continues to be my daily companion, especially now that all three kids are out of the house. Gus just keeps me company while I uh, while I work on whatever it is that I might be doing uh, for the day. So I think it's perfectly fitting that the very first blog post I ever wrote was about getting a new puppy our puppy Gus. Today, there are actually over 300 blog post articles at the Art of Homeschooling on the website. And as I said at the beginning, this is our 65th podcast episode. So blog posts and podcast episodes now. That really means that there is just so much material for you to explore articles, songs, verses, stories, resources, suggestions, um, just so much there for you to dive into. And you can check it all out for yourself at artofhomeschooling.com. So nowadays, what goes on behind the scenes here at Art of Homeschooling? Well, about three years ago, as homeschoolers were continuing to ask me for more ongoing support, I began the Inspired at Home membership, where we focus on one new topic per month so that homeschoolers like you can learn as you go. That's really the goal. That's what I wanted myself when my kids were younger. I actually had this fantasy that if I could only freeze them for five years and go learn everything I needed to learn about hands-on homeschooling and about the Waldorf-inspired approach and all the goodness, then I could come back and maybe, just maybe, I would be ready to homeschool. And this is even after I already held a master's in teaching at that point, but I still had this this longing to stop their growth for a moment so that I could go learn what I needed to learn. But of course, it doesn't happen that way, right? It's just a fantasy that can't happen. So that's why I created Inspired at Home so that each month, I can guide the members to focus on just one particular aspect of homeschooling and learn more about it while still in the midst of the homeschooling, in the midst of family life, with this community, I can support so many homeschooling families all over the world with these monthly master classes and group coaching calls and a wonderful community where everybody can share and ask questions anytime and really offer uh, warm and welcoming encouragement. So that means that I spend a lot of my time each day supporting those members of my inspired at home community and mentoring homeschoolers one on one every spring i also get to coach parents in on an even deeper level with my 12 week inner work journey that happens just once a year and of course i'm devoting time to creating new podcast episodes sharing our content on social media, and dreaming up fresh new ways to support homeschoolers at a time when more and more parents are choosing this path. I now have two wonderful assistants who helped me. I could not do this by myself. Sarah and Dominique are both homeschooling moms themselves, and I am so very grateful to them. So shout out to the two of you. Yay. And honestly, it's such an honor and a joy to do this work, to support homeschooling parents on their parenting and homeschooling journeys. Not something I ever would have imagined during my homeschooling years, but now I honestly think I have the best job in the world. Been really fun to reflect back in preparing for this behind the scenes episode here at Art of Homeschooling. And I have just one little last story for you. Last summer, in that moment when the world opened back up for a second, <laughs> I went to the 90th birthday party for my aunt Patsy. And when cousins and friends, aunts and uncles I haven't seen in a long time, when they asked me what I do, Like, what do you do, Jean? Here's what I said, which is what I often tell people when I'm asked this question. I say something like, I help parents and homeschoolers design their day and their lessons so that their children can learn and grow in really healthy ways. But what I really do is help parents feel better about themselves while in the midst of family life. And that, my friends, is truly the ultimate honor. All right. So that's really the behind the scenes here at Art of Homeschooling. As I'm recording this in my little treehouse studio up on the third floor of our home, I think about all the homeschoolers I've reached over the years. I don't really know how many. It's probably in the thousands by now. I've had hundreds of one-on-one clients. I support this wonderful membership community of homeschooling families. And I reach so many of you through this podcast. And it is honestly, it is my calling. It's my life's work and my biggest joy. So thank you so much for listening in today. And if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, you can go to artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 65, where you'll find links to everything that I've mentioned here. Thanks again for joining me, and I will see you next time. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast.